check one two all right i think i can hear you now check check one two how's it sound yep yep hey, i hear you all right excellent all right, perfect all right cool. so how you doing pretty good how are you good good how are things you're in la is that, is that right I am in LA. Yep. How uh, mm-hmm. how are things there with the uh, Corona epidemics? You guys freaking uh, out yeah. yet? Or you know, it's 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 one of those weird things where it's like you can't you don't really know many people. We we did get one friend that got it, so it's one of those things where it hasn't quite like hit. I have a feeling it's going to get kind of crazy, especially considering like what's happening in Italy and China and yeah. all that stuff too. So it's like one of those things where you're like you kind of don't want to downplay it, you know. But at the same time, like. Not many people you know have been touched by it. So we're not really yeah. freaking out. We're just being really yeah. safe. My yeah, roommates, I mean, on the other hand, those guys are crazy. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, like same here. We're in, I'm in uh, Nova Scotia, Canada. So it hasn't hit yet, but um, like people are freaking out. Everyone's got their stuff. They're locked in their houses. I'm yeah. still going out and whatnot. Uh, but they like closed all the bars and all the restaurants and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of part of the reason why I started this. So I'm like bored out of my mind all day. Uh, I work nine <laughs> yeah. to five, but after that, it's like, can't go out with friends. I can't make plans. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? Like since there are no sports on, like I'm a huge soccer fan, huge hockey fan, uh, sure. MMA fan. Since none of that's on, I may as well use this small platform I have of 500 followers and, and, and Try to, yeah, yeah. you know, connect with people and, uh, you know, uh, talk about uh, MMA or whatever comes up, really. Uh, there's mm-hmm. no strict uh, protocol or anything. It's just whatever we end up talking about, we end up talking about, and uh, yeah. which I which is awesome. Excellent. Yeah, I got two podcasts. So I have one that I run kind of just like on it's it's totally like you just talk about whatever you talk yeah. about and the other one's like super hyper structured so like the design one is like very hyper structured we have like set questions and then honestly i like the one that's a little bit more free form where you can kind of just like talk as you go you don't really have like any kind of like agenda you just kind of chat about what you like a lot it's more joe rogan than it is yeah you know, like yeah it's kind of like radio. where i'm like getting this from it's like i, I that's a podcast i mainly listen to Excellent. so and, and i kind of like the way it, it flows where it's one minute they're talking about MMA and next we're talking about hunting and then smoking mm-hmm. weed and it's just like <laughs> yeah. flows all over the place so I kind of I, I like that um but yeah. obviously uh the platform I have is mainly MMA so I was like mm-hmm. you know what let's start there and whatever yeah whatever comes of that uh comes of that um excellent yeah so like what I guess what are your thoughts on um like how long do you think uh I had uh John on yesterday and we were talking about how long we expected this to be. And he said he still thinks some of the events are going to happen. Uh, It's just going to be obviously no, no fans in attendance. And he thinks it's going to be even narrowed down where instead of having a full card, they may Mm -hmm. just do the main event or the main card, five fights. Um, What, like, what are your thoughts? Do you think that's something that could be done? Or do you think you really need a structured 12 fights um, in order to make that event worth it? Uh, honestly, I don't. I just started watching a lot of like the UFC stuff. I've been a little bit more old school. So I've, I've honestly like, so I started um, Martial Arts Unleashed, which is like the Instagram, the yeah. Twitter, all that stuff. I kind of, we, we have people writing articles for it and whatnot. Um, but I started that to learn a little bit more about like more MMA kind of world and more of the martial arts world outside of karate. Cause I've been doing karate since 
I was like 16. I started martial arts when I was like five or six or something like that, but I've been very insular. So I don't know as much about like the MMA side. I do know uh, the main thing that Dana White is doing is he's kind of going to have it like isolated. Uh, the people are yeah. only going to be fighting, you know, just them from what I understand so far, what he's talking about. So I wish I could talk more about that. I try to stay <laughs> away from things I don't really know too much about, you know, um, as far as like the structures of the fights and things like that too. But uh, are we actually rolling right now? Yep. Yeah, we're rolling. Oh, yeah. cool. Right on. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. Just jumping right into it. All right. Yeah, I'll, cool, like, yeah. I'll like cut off start stuff afterwards. But yeah, we're rolling right into it. Okay, cool. Rock and roll. Yeah, just want to make sure. But, but yeah, as far as um, the card itself goes, you know, I don't I don't know a whole like ton about it. But but what do you think? What are your thoughts on it? Well, I, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat where, I mean, I, I, I'm i obsessed with UFC and whatnot, but I don't understand the business side of things. Uh, when it comes to the UFC, like I don't, as far as I know, I think a lot of their income comes from fans in attendance, uh, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't have people in the seats, um, how are you going to, I mean, everyone's going to watch it at home and stuff, but um, sure. is it worth renting out a 10,000 seat arena and f- not have people in there? Uh, I'm not sure how much they'd lose whether it's worth yeah. it and and whatnot. Um, and they can't even do it at the uh, Performance Institute, which is the UFC facility, because of yeah. uh, the uh, um, there's restrictions now in uh, California. So they can't, they can't mm-hmm. do it there and in Nevada. So I have no idea how they're going to restructure it or, or whatnot. Um, I don't know. Sure. I, I'm just, I hope they find something because... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed and I have nothing else to do in my free time. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, well, one thing, one thing that I do think is going to be really good for this is I think that everybody's like kind of locked in and they can't do anything other than like watch these sports and stuff and like everything's getting canceled. So the fact that they're yeah. still going through with it, I think is super smart because I think this is going to be kind of like a test run of like how, how much brand have you built? for like the actual like fights and stuff like that too because realistically people are going to watch that whether they're in attendance like in person or yeah. watching over over like an app or whatever and my, my hunch is actually they make a lot more money from from like the apps and subscriptions and all the peripherals because that's where I've, I've been trying to like kind of build out my brand as well and i'm trying to figure out like how to make money off of it and a lot of people are like throwing you know sponsorships and stuff at me and I'm, i've been denying almost every single one of them i probably get like a few a week where people are offering me money to repost but i'm trying to like kind of stay away from that but where i want to maybe like start thinking about making money is like things like tim ferris do you know what tim ferris is i'm not no i'm not familiar with okay. him. Oh, he's awesome. Um, he's really, really great, uh, amazing, like podcaster and like writer, and he does like all these amazing books. Like, uh, gosh, was it the four, four, four or five hour work week? Kind of blanking on exactly the name of it, um, but I kind of like blasted through audiobook wise. Uh, but what what he does is a lot of his money kind of comes from his peripherals. He doesn't really make money um, from the podcast itself, from what I understand. I think he still has like sponsors and stuff like that okay. too. But um, kind of like building around like what your brand is, I think is like a really, really smart idea. Like you can make a little bit of money like through it itself, but sometimes it feels a little bit like it depends on who you are and how you're doing it. But it can feel a little like sleazy where you're like, like there's yeah. like sponsorships everywhere and you feel like you're being sold to. And that's the model that people are kind of going away from right now, too, is they're trying to make everything a lot more affordable because I work in the, the tech space. So I design apps and video games. Um, and so people are trying to go for more like uh, like a wider reach kind of thing, right? Where where you can reach a lot more people simultaneously through these apps than you can like actual in, in attendance stuff. So I bet if you looked up the numbers, I bet the money that they make from like 
like the streams and all this other stuff from, you know, like their clothing, from all the merch that they sell. They probably make way more than yeah. than they do, like actually selling the tickets themselves. So I, in my opinion, I think it's great because it's going to be a test run of like how much people are actually going to be interested if there's not like the energy of people all around them, you know, and maybe yeah, they start also, coming. Oh, good. It's also going to bring in like, for example, like if I were to like if. UFC's on, but there's also boxing or there's baseball or there's football. Those mm-hmm. options aren't there anymore. So if sure. it's the only thing on TV, um, it's yeah. going to bring in people who wouldn't usually watch it. Um, so, like yeah. for example, like um, I, I watch hockey, and there are times where I'm like, yeah, I'll be flipping back and forth throughout the channels watching UFC, and then back to hockey. But if there's no hockey on, I'm st- I'll watch UFC. Um, I was watching sure. Cage Warriors last night. And I've never watched a Cage Warriors card, um, but it's mm. the only event on. So I was I was watching it, um, and I feel like a lot of other people would be doing the exact same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a good move on his part to like continue because you don't really need a lot of people for for these events, right? You just need the the. I mean, how many judges usually? There's like what two or three judges, three judges and then yeah. there's three judges there's you know the two fighters and there's a ref so like realistically that's not a lot of people you need versus like you know basketball or football game like you're getting all these people together and and that's already like technically i think banned in a lot of places where you just can't have that many people period together so i mean the fact that like the nature of the sport is so like intimate i think that that's super smart that they're continuing with it so it'll be interesting to see where it goes and if they like release any numbers on that stuff yeah because i think the limit now is 50 people per thing right you can't have more than 50 people together and that's like what one football team sure. <laughs> so, so, yeah i think it's uh, even lower in california i think it might be like actually i don't think you're even allowed to gather in like more than 10 people or something crazy like that like they keep lowering it so who knows it might even be lower than that yeah that's well that's that's crazy um so yeah i mean talk to me a little bit about your karate background like you've been doing it since you were you 16 you said yeah, so I started, um, well, when I was super duper young, I started in Taekwondo because one of my buds did it. And I saw yeah. him break a board and I was like, yeah, like I want to break some boards. That looks all, aw- you know, as kids do. Joe, Ro- you know, Joe Rogan got started in Taekwondo, right? He did, yeah, and he's amazing, actually. Surprisingly, yeah, when you watch his videos with um, uh, George St. Pierre, dude, he's yeah. teaching him that, that spin back kick. And you're like, hold on, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. he's really good. And his accuracy and technique is like, yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's, amazing. yeah he's, like I at first I was like, oh, it's just the fear factor guy. Like that's how I always remembered him. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't realize he had this legit background in in martial arts. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, his kicks uh, impressive. And I think that's the the one thing about Taekwondo is they say like it's not the most useful if you were to transition to MMA, yeah. but the kicks are what oh, separate okay. them from all other martial arts. Yeah, well, I'm I'm like a tall dude too. So when when I go spar with people, like people don't know what to do with me because like I can reach them, you know, double the distance what a lot of people can, and you get that reach. Yeah. And you know, if you got your splits and like you can reach out even further, so you get this like crazy reach and this like you learn a lot from karate. I, I'm not like a huge fan of um, karate point sparring. I think it's kind of bullshit. Like it's, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. eh, not a huge because it's it's a lot of like in and out. You get a point and then you stop, and so it teaches you a lot of bad habits. But the thing that it is good at is it teaches you to get in and then get out so you're really good at closing the gap so if you mix those two like your kicks and being able to close the gap man it's like it's pretty brutal and then you put some muay thai and some bjj on top of that and like yeah some of those have you guys watched, I mean, uh, look at. have you watched much of uh steven wonderboy thompson oh i love steven wonderboy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he's, great. he's got a great youtube channel too 
Yeah, I really, I, uh, I mean, he's one of my favorite fighters simply because his style is so unique. He just keeps people at mm-hmm. range. His hands are down. Uh, he rarely yeah. gets caught. Uh, he got caught against Pettis, but outside of that, like he doesn't okay. doesn't really get hit. Um, I I I did a little tiny bit of kickboxing when I was younger. Uh, took one body awesome. shot and uh, called it quits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I did jujitsu for a little bit uh, last year. Um, oh, awesome. And, I want to transition back into that, but I don't have a martial arts upbringing, so I have no idea how I got hooked on it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I watched uh, Rampage versus uh, Rashad, and uh, ever since uh, I saw Rampage tear apart a door, I was like, I, "This, this is something I can relate <laughs> to. I feel it. I feel. I feel exactly yeah. what he's feeling." Oh. <laughs> so. Do you do that lizard part of your brain like fires, you know, the limbic system, and it just like makes a weird like animalistic connection, and you're just like that stuff's cool. There's something about it that just like resonates oh, yeah. inside of you. Yeah, you know I, re- I, mean? I relate to it. I have no idea why. Like, I, I don't know if it's 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 weird, but uh, I don't know. I, it's one of the few sports that I really get behind. That and soccer and uh, hockey are the three that I'm obsessed with. Everything else is like, yeah, whatever. But uh, you know what it is for me, I think, for like the martial arts is it's the most honest like sport in my, my opinion, because I've played a lot of different sports. I played like basketball. I've yeah. tried a little bit of hockey. I've like done all these different sports. And to me, it's like the most real because it's it's you're, you're basically like naked on the stage where everybody sees every time. I mean, you get clipped once or twice and it's just like Twitter's just like you know what I mean? You watch those feeds when like somebody just gets like Connor gets clipped by something or Khabib gets clipped by something, just Twitter just blows up. And so it's it's one of those things where you like you can't hide, right? Basketball, you trip. There's, you know, ten other people people are watching. Your eyes are like jutting back and forth all yeah. over. Same with hockey, same with football, right? You're you're kinda all over the place. But man, you mess up in MMA because it's the nature of the sport is so intimate that like there's there's just no getting around it. So to me that's that's what's so exciting about it to me is like you can't you can't lie on that stage like the second you get on there it's like it's just the purest and most like true form of yourself because you get these guys that that are in the gym they're like monsters in the gym and then you put them in like a real fight and they suck and it's weird because that pressure gets put on you because i had a few friends that i would i would spar in the gym and i'm like man i'm kind of scared of you in the gym and then you go into a competition and they just fold like paper it's crazy and so that's it kind of like to me it's and i'm not going to name names but it's one of those things that kind of like exposes what your nature is right like like how are you gonna how are you gonna act under real actual pressure right that's why you get these guys that are black belts and then they get in a street fight and they get knocked out cold right i watch these videos and i have a thing called uh, daily dose streets which i kind of been relaxed on lately because i've been kind of focusing on other things but i post a lot of street fights on there and it's basically me just trying to understand like what really happens on the street right like like these guys that are actually trained like what 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 actually goes on you can tell some of them are trained right and yeah, some I was of them checking are just out like your uh your instagram you've got like what one hundred and eighteen thousand thousand followers something like that yeah it was yeah it's really impressive i was watching uh did you end up watching uh it was the uh brazilian black belt she was in the ufc and she got like, mugged by some guy in brazil she put him in a chokehold for <laughs> like 20 minutes until the cop showed yeah. up yep, yep, uh, yep. yeah it's yeah. it's uh, i love those videos where you know, you, it just shows you the difference between someone who's trained and someone who's not. Um, Absolutely. And uh, I like even one of the uh, I rolled with this uh, this girl. She was like 15, 16, something like that. And I'm 24. Yeah. I'm, I'm relatively young, too. But okay. I was rolling with her and 
she's a lot smaller than I am. And I got ragdolled. I was like, what is yeah. this? What is this? Oh, um, so you don't really that. like until you train with someone who knows what they're doing, it's mm-hmm. you can act tough. You can think you're tough, but you're not hundred percent. Oh not. yeah. That happened to me in karate when I was first starting to like spar and get like outside of just karate world. Cause I was just, I was just rolling people in karate. Like people couldn't touch me for a little while. Right. And there was, there was some of like the upper belts They were like, you know, they could, and they were probably holding back a lot. Um, but it was like, for the most part, like I was doing really well. And then this dude came in and he was, he was actually an MMA fighter. And so he kind of knew like where to position you, where to put you in certain places. And dude, he just rolled me like every time I just didn't really understand what was happening. It was so funny to me where it's like, I got so immediately humbled where like the other guys, I just knew that they had like years and years of experience. Whereas this guy, he was, he was pretty fresh. Right. And so he was just training like the right stuff for like the right amount of time at the right intensity where he just like he knew where to put you. And that just kind of opened my eyes where I was like, oh man, I got to really actually start learning like the real stuff and how to train like properly and correctly. Because if you don't, you know, you get put under that pressure and somebody sweeps your leg or, you know, does a thigh kick and all of a sudden you can't use your leg, <laughs> you know, yeah, what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. Have you, uh, have you done any grappling? Like uh, jujitsu so, so or do, wrestling? I haven't done uh, jujitsu or BJJ, none of that stuff, but I do old school karate. So I train with uh, Tadashi Yamashita. I don't know if you um, know who he is, but have you ever seen the movie The Octagon way back in the day? I, I did. I Chuck have not. Morris. Okay. He's, he's yeah. in a bunch of like really old school kind of cheesy movies. Back in the day, they weren't cheesy because that was like kind of the style. <laughs> but he's like the Black Star Ninja. You can like see him in the movie and stuff. And he trained a bunch of people. He's, I mean, the, the stuff he's done is, is crazy. Like some of the stuff I'd, I can't even share. Because it's like one of those, like, did that actually happen? Because, like, you hear the stories and you're like, holy crap. Like, one time I know for sure, for sure this is, like, a real story. Because there's um, actually, like, a, like a newspaper article on it. And he was in, Indi- in Indiana. And this guy came up. And apparently one of their, like, group of friends was, like, flirting with one of these guys. And he was, like, a gangbanger. And he just pulled out his gun and just shot and killed the guy. And the guy ran out. The guy with the gun ran out. And so they're all, like, scrambling. Like, what the hell happened? What's going on? Whatever. And then the guy comes back in. And he goes, walks up to my sensei and he's like, mm-mm. And he tries to pull the gun. And this is one of those stories where you're like, this, this has got to be bullshit. But it's not because so many people have like, were actually there and saw this happened. He went up to the guy, knocked the gun out of his hand, grabbed it, and pistol whipped him. You're like, what? <laughs> and put him in the hospital. Put this guy and I think another guy in the hospital too. And there was like... I don't know this like there's such crazy stuff like that that this guy has done in like the past and like the people that he's trained like he started like um i think he did the pilot to the power rangers and it was like the reason why like the power rangers are even like a thing and then he ended up not doing it like after that but like there's all these like really random crazy things that he's done back in the day but he's a beast man i think he stopped doing film because he's kind of started losing uh like people won't respect him as much because of that and stuff too so he kind of started like staying away from, from yeah, a lot I, of that I, stuff yeah, I find that like a lot of like uh, martial artists that are in films lose a lot of their like credibility. Almost like people don't realize Chuck Norris, for example, is as legit as they come in, in martial arts. Same as Bruce Lee, uh, Steven Seagal's. I mean, he's done he's done some stuff that you're like, okay, whatever. But he's yeah he's legitimate. But because they're in movies, uh, people yeah. tend to like, discredit. Um, their martial arts abilities. See, I don't know about Chuck Norris and Seagal. Like, I, I hear that a lot, but I'm not yeah. convinced because, <laughs> like, I watch their technique and I'm kind of like, mm, 
like and and maybe they like won some like tournaments or something and they were like pretty all right but some of the people that like um what's his name uh van damme like that guy was actually really good back yeah in the day. he actually yeah. competed at yeah he yeah. competed at a very high level and so like people like him i'm like okay yeah like and his technique's good too right whereas you watch some of those other guys and you're kind of like Ooh, maybe and aikido is one of those things where i'm like almost borderline i'm like dude like some of the stuff is legit, but some of it, like the UK, just like literally like flips around, and they just allow you to like toss them around. And I've taken some aikido classes, and I'm like, this isn't this isn't realistic because I've actually had situations where people have like grabbed my wrist, and you know I've tried some of these moves, and sometimes some of them just don't work. Somebody can just yeah. strong arm you, and all of a sudden it's like that technique just 100% does not work, right? That's why I like doing old school karate because it's a lot of just they they do have a lot of the grappling and stuff like that too. Um, sorry, I, I started talking about this, but I kind of. Um, digressed over to, <laughs> no, to my sensei, but, but we do like old school karate where they have a lot of like grappling in it they have a lot of ground technique they have a lot of like arm bars things like that too and we also train in sukendo which has a lot of almost it's it's like half grappling half like striking kind of stuff um so you might you know grab somebody's arm and kind of go underneath and do like a break or whatever so there's a lot of that kind of stuff as well too that we train so a lot of that in like modern karate has been lost so you don't get as much of it um and so people think that you know karate doesn't really have that grappling and all those things and that's kind of honestly where it originated from what i understand okay um i guess we can talk a little bit about um like what do you uh for example like upcoming fights is there anyone in particular you're like ecstatic for um looking forward to obviously uh khabib versus tony is right there um absolutely yeah, that's is, gonna there, be... uh, is there another fight that's like, I mean, any, anyone, anyone who's interested in the UFC is like, could be Tony. Um, but is there mm -hmm. any other fight out there uh, that you're like, you'd love to see, even if it's not overly realistic, like one of the ones I want to see is GSP versus Khabib. I think that would that... be one of the fights that one of the guys who possibly has a chance against Khabib because he can match him in wrestling. Um mm -hmm. That dude's just like freaking a rock. That guy's so crazy. Like you yeah. look at him and like the fact that he's that shredded and still that mobile, like just blows my mind. I'm like, I don't, I don't really understand the physiological like response of his body of how he can actually do a lot of the stuff that he can. But yeah, yeah that would, that would be a really interesting fight only because they're so like, they're so close to each other and like weirdness of fighting. You know what I mean? Like Khabib's got his like, you don't know if he's going to take you down or like do this weird, like hook punch or they, like, I, I was trying to like analyze a lot of his stuff and just kind of go through it like slow-mo because I don't really know a lot about these fighters so I've been trying to go through like just rewatch a lot of their fights and and with him and I don't, I'm probably getting a wrong read on it but um just because I don't know like a whole ton on it but it's it, like he, he has this weird technique where like you don't really know if he's going to do that shoot or he's going to hit you or he's going to like you know uppercut you or he's going to do a shovel you know, hook kick or not hook kick, but hook punch. So he's got this weird, very like nebulous style. And then you have GSP, which is kind of like wild and out there. He's, I, I would think that Ferguson versus Khabib is actually going to be more interesting than GSP. I want to see GSP versus Khabib more only yeah. because they're just both monsters. But I think uh, the, the, the first ones are going to be more interesting only because they have such weird styles. Like he just goes in and will, he just doesn't give a shit at all. He's going <laughs> to like do a like, a cat roll into like grabbing your leg and then do like a leg bar. Like it's like the weirdest shit that you just wouldn't expect. Right. Whereas like Khabib yeah. is like also kind of like that. So them meeting head to head is going to be a really interesting fight. What's, I think what I think is going to be very interesting is like Khabib is used to taking guys down and mm -hmm. pummeling them. 
Sure. Tony has no issue being on his back. Right? He'll start mm-hmm. elbowing. He'll start kneeing. He'll start doing whatever. Like, he'll, sure. And I think that's going to be the first time where Khabib takes someone down and realizes, like, I'm getting elbowed. Like, what is mm-hmm. this? Like, you know what I mean? He's not going to be able to control um, Tony. Um, that yeah. being said, I find Tony tends to get rocked a lot. Like, I, I watched mm-hmm. the fight against Venata, uh, the fight against Pettis. He was sure. rocked. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think against a guy like Khabib, you can get rocked <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. without getting put away. Um, mm. But I have no idea how that fight's going to play out, and I don't even know. We don't even know if it's going to happen. So, like, sure, it's, it's well, very. It sounds like it is. It sounds like it is for sure, right? Like, didn't um... Dana is saying yes, but uh, they don't have an, a venue, right? That's because it can't mm. happen in the states. So. Um, but it has to happen. Like, if it's going to happen, I'm sure they can find a venue somewhere, right? Like, yeah. if there's no one in attendance, it doesn't need to be a 10,000-seat arena, right? You can do right. it uh, some random little venue. Um, sure. So I bet I just... in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> right? Someone's bound to sanction that. Someone, someone's yeah. bound to do it. Um, I, I can see it happening I in like, Saudi Arabia or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. But who knows? I I honestly uh, I hope it happens because we have one month without UFC, <laughs> so mm-hmm. hopefully it yeah uh, yeah hopefully they can make something happen there. Uh, is there any other fights you're looking forward to or any? Uh... And I w- yeah, I wish I knew more about like that world. So I'm just starting to like I'm I'm also so busy that it's it's hard for me to find time and sit down and like watch these fights. So typically when I watch the fights, they're like yeah. highlights or like I'm just watching portions where it's you know people are like here's where the most interesting parts happen and I like watch them in slow motion to try to analyze them. So there's I don't have as much time to like sit down and watch a full fight with commercials and all that stuff too. So it gets a little tricky for me to kind of like go in and actually do it. But I know I know I need to because these are some of the most like real actual like applicable techniques out there now right because they're finding all the best martial arts in the world they're mixing all this martial arts right so you can do grappling you can do punching it's like basically what a street fight is like so it's it's one of those things where i just need to make more time for it but like i mean honestly i like run two podcasts i have uh like the martial arts unleashed stuff i have like a few interns underneath me i also have a full-time job getting married this year it's like so many crazy things i'm starting a weapons company with like one of my buds uh i'm starting like a bunch of like graphic design companies so i have like all these like hundreds of different projects yeah. so yeah. it's like man it's, it's one of those things where it's like one of the loves of my life but it's it's so hard to find time for it <laughs> yeah I, I feel that like even with with this it was like do i have time and i was like you know what i'll just throw it in at the end of my day and half hour mm-hmm. um if i can get someone on great if i can't then no big deal um like i have mike rodriguez uh who's a ufc light heavyweight he's coming on on monday which awesome which is awesome third third person on a podcast and it's a ufc fighter which is pretty cool um excellent but uh but i mean yeah it's just like a side project until uh but i i I don't know it's it's hard to find time you're absolutely right like i do some volunteering as well um Mm. uh, saving animals <laughs> uh, oh, nice, I'm, I'm a skip, What's that I'm all skip about? the dishes driver like so there's yeah, always yeah. there's always something going on um but uh no like ufc for me has always been like my one true passion so i've, yeah. I've always i've always managed to somehow find time for it 
Yeah. Um, Tell me about the animal stuff. That's kind of random. Seems a little left field from all the yeah, other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's unrelated to the podcast completely. Um, so essentially, it's just uh, if there's an injured animal in the neighborhood, um, it's like the entire province. If there's an injured animal, they'll post it. Um, and I think there's about 200 of us that volunteer, and we just go and pick mm. them up. Um, usually, yeah. it's like a they got hit by a car, or it's got a broken wing, or if it's a bird. Um, I had one two days ago. It was a raccoon that was hit by a car. Um, by the time oh. I showed up, it was it was dead. But uh, oh, no. usually, usually uh, we manage to save them or give them a second chance at life. Um, oh, that's awesome. In some cases, they can't um, get it ready enough to like go out in the wild, so they'll just sure. take care of it there um, and that's have it cool, there man. for people to, to to see and whatnot. Um, yeah, so I, I just kind of do that for for fun. Um, there's an, don't get paid to do it or anything, but it, it's super rewarding when you actually get to save one. Not as yeah, rewarding yeah. when you pick up a dead one, but uh, yeah, imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. All right, man. I think that was you. Got to get going here soon, don't you? Or I do. Yeah, I got to do yeah. some other stuff, unfortunately. But yeah, dude, it was great talking to you. All right, man. Definitely it was great to meet you. And uh, yeah, if if you ever want me on your podcast, man, I'm I'm always down. Okay, excellent. Yeah, 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 I'm sure I'll, I'll have you back awesome. on. So uh, I appreciate yeah. you taking the time. Yeah, you too, brother. All right, take it All easy. Right, Stay safe. Yeah. Peace.